What is up, Arizona? Welcome to the Arizona Small Ball Podcast, where we discuss one of the hidden gems in Arizona, high school basketball. Here we talk about everything small ball, and as coaches in the Valley, we understand that these guys don't get enough love or recognition. We talk about scores, coaches, teams, and players all at Arizona Small Ball. It is Wednesday, June 22nd, 2021, and it's a little bit of a different day today, man. Reyes is not here with me as he always is. He's in California, relaxing on vacation with his girlfriend. My wife is gone. She's in Tennessee. And we're literally surrounded by fire everywhere. So it's a little bit of an odd day, but the show goes on. We got to do it for the pod no matter what. I'm going to talk to you guys about a lot of hoops from this past week. I'm going to talk about the Payson tournament, a team camp over at Combs High School, and finish it off with how Arizona Small Ball competed at Section 7, one of the coolest tournaments that we have this summer so you don't want to miss out on that if you want to skip ahead and go to any of those things man hit, hit that fast forward button we're going to start off with the Payson tournament but before we do that I want to give you guys a quick reminder if you listen to us regularly if you're down with what we're doing you're rolling with us make sure to hit that follow button on Apple Podcasts so you don't miss any episodes that kind of stuff helps us so much it helps you guys too so you can keep updated with what we're doing I want to start by talking to you guys about the Payson tournament this past weekend. I think if I don't, if I remember right, the Payson tournament was called Duncan in the Desert. A huge shout out to Coach Robert over at Payson for putting on a great tournament and really adjusting to things on the fly for Payson. It's going to be, a, it was, it's been a crazy week. It's probably going to get a little bit crazier. The fact that he was able to hold this thing together and finish it successfully is pretty impressive. It's been a crazy week. Uh, especially because of that wildfire in between Strawberry and Payson. Uh, I know Coach Robert had some teams drop at the last minute, and he just kind of rolled with it, man. I love it. He put teams in places. He just, uh, I think the way that he said it to me is we're just going to let the kids play. So I really like how he adjusted on the fly. Now, I didn't hear anything negative about this Payson tournament at the Duncan in the Desert. I really wanted to watch more of these games, honestly, but I was kind of all over the place this week. Teams that were here at this tournament were Payson, obviously Page, uh, Learning Foundation and Performing Arts, Tucson, Cicero Prep. I'm missing a couple on there, but there were some really good teams that were there. Monument Valley was there. I think a Valley Sanders team was there. Just some really great teams where they were competing. The a game that I did get to watch was one of the first ones, which was Payson playing against Cicero Prep. And this game was all Payson. Uh, overall, the tournament was great, and Payson competed really good, particularly with their younger kids, which we'll talk about here in a second. But Payson, all in all, they are improving so much throughout the summer, man. It, it's awesome. One of the funnest things about covering teams and games all throughout the summer is kind of watching their overall improvement. And Payson has just come leaps and bounds, even just in a week and a half, man. Their kids just look like they're getting more comfortable. They move without the basketball better. They come off screens better. They're fighting through screens better. They're also getting into game shots a lot better as well, which I really like to see. They got a shooter on their squad who he's coming off screens, and he just looks a lot more prepared to shoot the basketball, and he's not doing a bad job with that. One of the key things for Payson will be their ability to handle full-court pressure they're improving on that as well, though. They're, they were playing against Cicero Prep, and they tried to pressure them a little bit. And they, uh, although they were a little bit rocky at first, they did kind of get it together, and they started to do pretty solid with that. Their bigs are getting better, and their shooting is improving. 
I mean, what more can you ask for in the summer? You see improvements over your kids over just a week and a half. This is a great win. Uh, Again, this game was all Payson. It was a great win for Payson. And it was honestly a great weekend for Payson Hoops. They had some really great wins over Cicero Prep and Paige. Shifting to the younger group, Payson's younger group won the championship for the JV division. So a lot of positives for Payson. They have a really solid group of young kids coming up, and they're just going to keep getting better. A team that I mentioned is Learning Foundation of the Performing Arts. They're going to be a problem in the CAA. If you're listening to this, you have a leg up on everybody else. If you if people don't know this, LFPA, the Wolves, coached by Coach Freeman, they're going to be a problem in the CAA. They are athletic. They can shoot it. They play extremely hard, and they can pressure in the full court very effectively already with not that many practices under their belt. If I could think of a word that would describe their defense, it would be swarming. They're very swarming to the ball. They're very active. You got to give Coach Freeman some more time with them, but you give them some more time, they're going to be very dangerous in the CAA. They had some great games. They competed pretty well. Tucson ended up winning this tournament in the varsity division uh, over at this tournament, the Dunkin' in the Desert for Payson. And then after this tournament was over, Coach Robert had to almost immediately shift gears and prepare his gym for a refuge for all those affected with the fires. I can't think of many gyms that would be better than the Payson Dome for taking refuge. It's one of my favorite places to play. Honestly, I love it. It's a really cool feel and it's massive. Huge shout out to the Payson School District for doing all they can to make this stuff work. Huge prayers go out to everybody else too, affected by the fire. Things crazy, man. I can see it from my house. It's a little unnerving. My daughter we had a fire that was close to our house about a month ago. And ever since then, my daughter has just been fascinated by fires. So it was late at night last night. And I took her out to our front porch over where the mailboxes are at. And from there, you can see this fire burning in the mountains and it's just getting bigger. It's kind of unnerving to watch it grow and spread every day. It's all good though. My father-in-law ensures me that the department has it under control. I'm rolling with that. I'm just going to keep believing it and keep moving on. My father-in-law also said that if they evacuated us, he would not leave. So so there's also that to sort through as well. But all in all, really, really great tournament from Payson. Uh, Coach Robert, big shout outs to you for putting on a great tournament, rolling with it, and your kids are competing and getting a lot better. It's really fun to watch Payson play. They already have that, that in their DNA that they work really hard. If they keep improving steadily like they are, it's going to be really, really good for them as the season moves forward. I'm excited to see them towards the end of the summer because I think we're going to see them here in this next week, uh, this coming weekend. Another team that I actually got to see this week that I wasn't even planning on, this is separate from the Payson tournament, was actually American Leadership Academy Gilbert North. I was over at Combs High School for some games. And again, big shout out to Combs. Great facilities, really awesome, really nice gym. Um, I was over at the Combs High School for some games, and ALA North has a guard that you all have to know about. Okay, His name is Dylan Novak. Dylan Novak, I'm going to say his name again because you're going to hear it in the next few years. I am confident of that. And I don't have any stats on this kid. You know why? This kid is an incoming freshman, and he is tough. I am telling you that if you watch this kid play, you're probably going to think he's going into his junior year. He plays tough, man. He's a lefty guard. He can attack the rim. He can shoot it from distance. He has a nice floater game. He has a nice little pull-up mid-range game. He can see the floor really well. He's a great passer. He's an awesome competitor, man. Just really competes and plays hard. 
Uh, he's a great player, man. I just wanted to put Dylan's name out there because I'm confident that we'll be hearing a lot from this kid and ALA Gilbert North in the next few years. They're a tough squad, and they have some great hard-nosed guards that are fearless, man. Really fun team to watch, and I don't think that they lost once over at Combs High School this past weekend. Um, they really competed hard. Man, the American Leadership Academies, they're all really good, and so it's really exciting to see them all kind of competing and being there in the thick of things. They ended the regular season last year, ALA Gilbert North. I think they were number 11 or number 10, but they were kind of right there in the top 10. They're going to be really tough, have some good young guards. They're going to be a really, really fun squad to watch. It was a lot of fun to hang out over there. Great facilities, some great games for sure. But the main of the event of the weekend was definitely the Section 7 tournament. And we're going to talk about that. I got to actually get some feedback from some coaches that went to the Section 7 tournament. But before we get into that, check this out. So the main event of the weekend, in my eyes, was the Section 7 tournament. It's a really, really cool tournament. I think it's one of the coolest things that we have going on this summer. In case you don't know what Section 7 is, uh, the Section 7 tournament was started as a way of kind of serving the basketball community by giving more student athletes with the hopes of playing collegiate basketball a platform to showcase their skills. For about the past year, recruiting has taken a really big downturn because of COVID and restrictions and things like that with the pandemic. In the process, that negatively impacts several high school hopefuls and people who want to go play at the next level and have the ability to. The tournament of Section 7, it allows for coaches to get out in the public, talk to more kids, be exposed to a lot of things. And it's just a really cool setup from everything I saw on Twitter. Here are all the Arizona small ball teams I was able to keep up with at Section 7 this past weekend. You got Santan Charter, Arizona Lutheran Academy, Mojave Excel. So Santan Charter, Arizona Lutheran Academy from the 2A, Mojave Accelerated from the 1A, Phoenix Country Day from the 2A, Valley Christian from the 3A, and Rancho Solano and Scottsdale Christian both out of the 2A. Those are some of the top tier level teams in Arizona small ball. So I was really excited to see how everything kind of shook out. This was a lot of fun to just keep up with the scores over the last few days, really to see how well some of Arizona small ball's best teams competed against some really great competition. But here are the teams overall, how they did in section seven. So first is Santan Charter. They beat Bradshaw Mountain 71 to 50. And then they lost to Shadow Ridge 60 to 74. They beat Saguaro after that 58 53. And then Santan beat Tolleson 75 to 72, I think, for the Consolation Championship. Coach Crooms posted this on Twitter, but he said that they have a standout guard, AJ Turner, who averaged 24 points per game this weekend, which led them to that Consolation Championship. So, really, really good stuff for Santan Charter. They're going to be really tough moving into next year. Now, we talked about Coach Freeman with LFPA. Uh, Santan Charter is definitely still going to be a competitor in the 2A. Uh, maybe they're in that Final Four again as they match up with whoever is on that other end of the bracket. Arizona Lutheran Academy lost to Tolleson High, 38-45. Uh, to 45. They lost to Washington, 65-57. to 57. Uh, They beat Phoenix Country Day, so we got some small ball going on there, 68-55. to 55. And then they beat Chola High School, 71-53. to 
So Arizona Lutheran Academy competed really well there at the tournament. Really, all of these teams competed really well, even just Santan and ALA right there at the beginning. I mean, there's some separation there between them and some of the bigger schools. Mojave Accelerated was one that was really interesting. If, I, if I'm accurate on this, they were the only 1A school that was here at Section 7. Mojave Accelerated competed great. They beat Glendale High 62-55. to they lost to Tolleson 55 to 44. Then they lost to Buckeye Union 64 to 71. And they beat Saguaro 61 to 62. I actually got to talk to Coach Neal a little bit. And this is what he sent me back thinking about Section 7. The experience of being at Section 7 is unparalleled. The basketball we played against and watched was at a level we have not seen before. When they say there's always another 6-7 kid to take your place in college, that is absolutely true. One big takeaway from the tournament was that we could compete with just about any school in Arizona outside of the top tier 5A, 6A programs, which are almost college teams themselves. Playing against Glendale, Buckeye Union, Tolleson, and Saguaro proved that to ourselves. Saguaro was a highly ranked playoff team in the 4A last year, and we played them down to the wire in a one-point overtime victory. Those are experiences that will definitely help us in a state title run next season. Playing up is always so important in the summer. And shout-outs to you, Coach Neal. Thank you so much for sending me some feedback. Really excited to see them. If you guys uh, remember, in a previous episode, one of the things that we did was we recapped that championship game between Mojave Accelerated and North Valley Christian in the 1A. And, I mean, we're pretty confident that they're going to make a great run to be there again. And this tournament is for sure going to help them get to another level that they probably need to get if they want to get over that hump. So big shout-outs to Mojave Accelerated that did some really, really good things this weekend. Awesome for them. Again, playing up is so important. In the summer, it's exactly what you want. You want to get better, and you want to challenge your team. It sounds bad, but you almost want to lose. You want to put your, your team in tough situations so that way it makes them get better and it makes them grow. Phoenix Country Day was also at this tournament from the 2A. They lost to Dysart High School 55-51. to They lost to Glendale High 69-70. And they lost to Copper Canyon High School 52-50. to All really competitive games just right there and everything. That's no doubt going to make them better. Valley Christian lost to Dobson High. Valley Christian out of the 3A. They had that great game against Gilbert Christian that came down to the wire. Obviously, Gilbert Christian advances. But Valley Christian lost to Dobson High 67 to 69. They beat St. Margaret's. Valley Christian did 74 to 61. And then Valley Christian lost to Marina High School 64 to 68. I was uh, listening to a referee talk about Marina High School that officiated at Section 7. And he said that Marina was tough, that they were all like six foot guards, maybe had somebody who was a little bit taller, but they were just in the right places at the right time. They competed really hard, and that Valley competed great with them. So that's a really, really great game for Valley. And then Valley Christian beats Willow Canyon High School. So some really great games for Valley Christian. Again, all these teams probably preparing for the postseason, the postseason and all of this stuff in the tournament. No doubt coaches are talking about that. Rancho Solano out of the two-way. These last two is Rancho Solano and Scottsdale Christian, two of the top teams in the two-way. Rancho Solano lost to Branson. 42 to 43 they beat desert desert edge 58 to 46 and they beat pinnacle 72 to 54 really really great games man and rancho has been in so many tough games this summer uh, we've seen them over at acu uh, losing a close game and then even these games i mean they're just they're close man unless it's you're talking about pinnacle but 
they're all really close and right there with some really good competition. Something to note about Rancho with all these scores and everything and how well they're doing this summer. They don't even have, in my opinion, one of their most important players, if not their most important player, Noe Vargas. He's been out for the summer, unfortunately, because of an injury, but he's going to be back. Think about that, man. Sometimes when a kid gets hurt, it's always unfortunate when you see a kid get hurt, but it it's an opportunity for kids to step into a role and get better. And I mean, there's no doubt that it's going to help the surrounding cast get better moving into next season for Rancho. I actually got to talk to Coach Trigg a little bit, and he sent me some things, some player breakdowns at Rancho, and really great players that have potential on the next level. So it's really cool that they were able to go to Section 7 and maybe get noticed by some coaches. Michael Dionese, class of 2022, he's a 6'7 wing. He's a high-level shooter, versatile scorer, great length. He has interest from the low major D1 level through the high academic D3 level. So he's a great player, great size, man, at 6'7". And you can shoot it nowadays with some length. Man, that's tough. So really cool for that. Uh, Royce Ramos, class of 2023, he's the 6'6 combo forward, big, strong body, great feet, good feel for the game, and very versatile skill set for his size. He's a very good D2 prospect with possible low to mid-major D1 upside. The thing that I really like about uh, Ramos, Royce Ramos, is the kid's a matchup nightmare, man. He's big and he's stout, and everything he's saying is true about you know, his great footwork and everything, but he can shoot it outside. And I've seen him get the rebound and take it coast to coast. So he's got some potential there for sure. Royce Ramos out of Rancho Solano. And then obviously Noe Vargas, I'd mentioned him earlier about being out a little bit. He's a 6'2 guard, elite competitor, good shooter, great at the rim, high level defender and great instincts. Uh, his intangibles are off the charts. He just had surgery on his meniscus, which is what I was saying about him being out for the summer, but he's going to be back and he'll be better than ever. I think he's going to be back ready for some revenge against Scottsdale Christian there in the postseason. And then the last one is Sagith Vargas. He's a 5'10 point guard. He's a true point guard, shifty with great pace and acceleration. He's got great vision, great decision-making, uh, great decision-making specifically in ball screens, and he can get to the rim at any time and make plays. So Rancho Solano has three to four really, really great kids that are just potentially next level players. And again, this summer playing against competition like they did at section seven is only going to help them. Sky's the limit for these kids. Again, shout outs to you, Coach Trick. Thanks for sending me some stuff about your kids. Um, college coaches that are listening, man, uh, you gotta you gotta give these kids a look, give Rancho a look because they really are a great program and they've always got great competitive kids. Last team I want to talk about is Scottsdale Christian. Uh, they competed against some really really tough teams, and man, they've got some great players just like Rancho. That's why I'm so excited to see this matchup. No doubt, Scottsdale Christian playing against this tougher competition is going to help them into next year. They lost, so they lost to Compton 41 to 49. They had a tough matchup against Port City Lincoln High School and Arcata High. And then they beat Central High School 55 to 44. All these games, not just for Scottsdale Christian, but for all these other teams, playing against that high-level competition is only going to help you. And it was really cool for me to see how Arizona small ball teams did at Section 7. A lot of people probably thought when they saw like a Mojave Accelerated or somebody from that is below the four like oh you know they're not going to be very good man 
awesome way to represent for Arizona small ball here at section seven. You guys went out and you guys showed out really, really good. This is a lot of fun, man. There's a lot of games this past week. Uh, again, that pacing tournament was great. Shout outs to you, Coach Robert, for putting that on and just holding a great tournament and keeping everybody safe. Uh, the Combs High School was a great tournament to go hang out at. And then obviously Section 7. And coaches, thank you for sending me some info about how the weekend went and about how your teams did. It's a lot of fun to keep up with that kind of stuff. And this next week, we've got a lot of really fun things coming. One of the things that I'm planning on doing is uh, heading out to uh, American Leadership Academy, Ironwood, and their league. And I got to catch that game against Gilbert Christian. There's just a lot of really great games going on. We've got our tournament at the end of the week that we're going to be hosting. It's going to be a ton of fun. A lot of fun basketball to be covered. A lot of basketball still left in this last week, week and a half of June basketball. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the show. If you want to be a part of the action, you can find us on Facebook. For players, you can check us out on Instagram or follow us on Twitter at SmallBallPodAZ. Don't forget to hop on Apple Podcasts and write us a review. Leave us a rating. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. We appreciate you guys tuning in, and we'll catch you next week.